You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California. Oh, wow. So many things happening at both ends of the spectrum. Some really exciting things for Law of Attraction Radio Network and some not so great things for the world. Here we are talking about the world and especially Paris who is grieving, as we all are, about the attacks that killed so many. So that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Peace. What is it going to take to bring peace in a world full of chaos? And then we are going to be talking with the wonderful coach, Don Michaels, who's going to be talking about the resistance that keep us from manifesting what we want. And in a way, that kind of plays into what I really want to discuss. The resistance of being an active participant in peace. Now, you all know that I believe that there is a huge purpose for so many people to be attracted to the teachings of the law of attraction right now. There's a reason why I'm doing this show which is to inform people that there is something beyond what we see in our 3D world. I came here to do a show on how to empower people. And it makes so much sense when I look back and I see, wow, this started in 2006. I understand why that occurred so late in life for me. The law of attraction is about empowering people to know that they can create the life they want by using certain quantum mechanics and spiritual principles. The biggest thing that I have seen is that we are awakening and we are all, the entire world, we're all stepping outside of our victimhood. We're not victims of any government or any national policies. We had the choice on what to participate in. The government didn't give us a divine right to live as much as they want us to believe that. Many people just go on day to day, not asking any questions. And many, even law of attraction people, say to us, don't focus in on what you don't want. And you know what? That's true. But I believe being active in peace brings about a higher vibration that can and will shift the world. Now, there's two things that the government and terrorists want us to live in, which is the state of fear and they want us to be passive. You know, they don't want us to talk about it. They want us to just be quiet and don't get anybody excited. But the truth is, it's important for all of us to be active in the peace movement because that in itself keeps us from feeling powerless. And that's extremely important, especially in this time in history. This is the only way change will happen. And I think it's about time that all the law of attraction followers and practitioners start becoming active in peace. And I'm talking about this because I noticed the other day that, well, Law of Attraction Radio Network has a very, very large listener base in, would you believe, Russia and the Ukraine. So I want to send a message to all of my listeners in Europe and Russia and the Ukraine and Africa that we Americans are awake as to what is really happening. And again, I want to say to the people of the world, we are not our government. We do not want these wars. We really want you to be so prosperous, to be so abundant, and for you to be safe 
and living with your families, watching and nurturing them grow up. We all want these same things. This is a time in history in which we must be aware of everything that is going on. We are understanding that the U.S. government has funded ISIS. We understand that babies, women, and families are being killed in the name of religion, as well as the trillions of dollars people are being paid off to facilitate a regime change. We understand this is happening. We're not blind, and the only way we cannot focus in on what's going wrong is for us to be active peacefully. It's my strong opinion that every U.S. citizen has a chance to have a peaceful revolution in the year 2016 by going to the election polls and voting every incumbent out of office. If you vote for the current political establishment that are running for re-election, you are in effect voting for ISIS to continue. So it's time to take our power back by telling Congress, not fighting Congress, but telling Congress that we no longer have room for you. You work for us and you will listen to the people or you will be gone out of public office. That's being proactive. And that is a wonderful, powerful vibration. Now, we know that there has been a lot of voter fraud occurring, especially in the last three presidential elections. So, by acknowledging this, we are taking back our power. So we can do something that shows Washington, D.C. that we get it. We know what's going on. We can line up at the polls and vote physically. I am suggesting that you do not mail in your ballots, that you do not vote early, but go physically to the polls in which to send a powerful message to Congress that we no longer wish Congress to do business as usual. This will be a historical election in which we can take not only our country back, but our power. And one more thing, we need to start talking about what is happening globally. And that means to be aware of things that are not working. This is a time for open communication between everyone. I was talking again to someone last week in Pakistan, and what they were saying was absolutely no different from what I am saying. These people are supposed to be our enemies, but they're not our enemies. They are us. We are one. And we have the same core beliefs as everyone, which is to be safe, secure, abundant, and prosperous not only for ourselves, but for the nurturing and growing of our family. So start the conversation with your kids, your siblings. Even if people do not agree with you, start to open the conversation and you will see that you're not alone in your thoughts. That in itself is a very empowering force. We have been silenced because of this terrible thing called political correctness that has shamed people into not communicating. So when you become passive in peace, you just cannot be active in peace. You're letting peace just slide away. And thirdly, when you meditate, meditate in peace. Take a moment before you come out of meditation to send peaceful energy to the world globally and especially right now in Europe. Let that energy translate into a higher vibration for all collectively. If we ignore what's going on, if we ignore things what's going on, then how can we change things vibrationally? What happens globally does affect us individually.
what happens individually does affect us globally. Things are going to happen as they were meant to happen. The good, the bad, and the ugly. But not to stand for peace is a cowardly act. And the world needs you to be awake, eyes wide open, and to be peacefully active. Right now, the only thing that Washington, D.C. fears is our own regime change. And we, the people, can do this by literally saying no, no more. We say this to all the senators and all the congressmen, whether they've been good or bad, it doesn't matter. We need to vote them out of office if they are seeking re-election. We far outnumber them and we can literally literally change the world because it's time for us to do this. So the thought, what you resist, persist. If you are resisting, even thinking globally about world peace, you're keeping the world stagnant. Yes, we have to change ourselves. It's time to focus in on what we truly want. We want people in all of those countries to be prosperous and abundant. It's time to take our power back so that the U.S. government is no longer a threat by causing destruction and disease globally. This is our country. If we don't get active, then you can bet your bottom dollar that other countries will be forcibly in our face and causing us the damage that our government is doing to them. So it's time to get active and be aware and take our power back. Simple. With that, let's take a fast commercial break. And then we're going to come back and talk to this wonderful coach, Don Michaels. Hi, I'm Dee Wallace, and I've created the perfect holiday gift for anyone you know who needs to love themselves more. It's a cuddly teddy bear that says 14 empowering statements that remind us all of how special we are. Order yours today for your favorite child or the child within someone you love. Go to IamDeeWallace.com and click on Bupalopaloo and join the I Love Me movement. Okay, we're back and you are listening to the Law of Attraction Talk Radio with Jules. We have got our brand new, fabulous, beautiful, and interactive mobile apps up and ready for you to install. Not only for Law of Attraction Radio Network, but for Law of Attraction Magazine. And all these are free. So go to LOARadioNetwork.com and on the homepage, you will notice our links to get your free iPhone and iPad version or your Android I know you're going to love it because I've been getting so many great comments about it. They're working great. And now, now you can take us everywhere you go. Also, we have our cruise page up on lawofattractionradionetwork.com, which you can see through your mobile apps. You can even fill out the registration form and pay for it on your mobile apps. So just go there and sign up for this four-day fabulous cruise out of Long Beach, California, departing on March 6th through March 10th. Now here's the scoop on the cruise. You get all the food that you want anytime during the day or night for free. And you even get free room service. Now we're booking on the smooth sailing cabin, so there's no need to worry about getting seasick. It's just not gonna happen. And we're going to have the most incredible, powerful Law of Attraction workshops featuring New York Times best-selling author, Pam Grout. Now, Pam is actually the person who brought mainstream people into the Law of Attraction with her outstanding New York Times best-selling book, 
called E Square. And I know you've heard her on my show quite a few times. She's even been on the cover of the magazine. I can promise you this is a workshop you do not want to miss because she is incredible on top of being hilarious. Then we have Constance Arnold, who is a dynamic speaker and teacher. And we have Coach Mark, who is going to be motivating us and the entrepreneur in you. And we are even bringing the non-physical entities known as Joshua on board with Gary Temple boldly for you to get upfront and personal with Joshua. Also, you will have a workshop with me and we're going to be opening up those neuron pathways first and then doing a powerful group hypnosis sessions on the precise desire that you really, really want. And you know what? This works so well. The cost for the cruise is only about $650 and it takes only $100 to reserve your room or $200 if you want a single cabin. Final payments will be due the last week of January. Give yourself an outstanding Christmas gift and sign up today. This is a powerful cruise that I can promise you, you will never, ever ever forget. Now, let's talk to Don Michaels of Law of Attraction Shadow Coaches. She's got a wealth of information to share with us about resistance. And she is also a huge follower and has been for many, many, many years of Abraham Hicks. Well, welcome back, Don Michaels, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. It's fun to talk to you again. Oh, thank you, Jules. I love talking with you, too. And thank you for having me. My pleasure. So tonight we are going to be talking about resistance. So the first question I have to you, my friend, is what is resistance? Um, Well, usually resistance um, is whatever belief systems or shadows that we have that are stopping us from manifesting what we really want to manifest. So that could be um, a belief system that you've had for a very long time. A lot of us grew up with a belief system that there's not enough money, for example. And that's a belief system that is offering resistance to you manifesting the wealth that you may want to have now. Um, That's just an example. And then shadows as we talked about in the last radio show we did, shadows are those things that over our life we have chosen to hide from ourself and others uh, that, that we hide in our subconscious. So the importance of, of resistance is paramount to really using the law of attraction. Abraham has a great quote about resistance. I'm going to pull it up real quick. People ask us, how long does it take for something to manifest? We say it takes as long as it takes you to release the resistance. Could be 30 years, could be a week, could be tomorrow afternoon. And that's one of my favorites from from Abraham because releasing resistance really is key to manifesting. So is resistance really kind of surrendering to the problem? Or to the issue, or no, it's just going in and cleaning it and ah. un- unhooking it. I think I have this image in my head that you know, we all have these rockets of desire that we've been hearing about from Abraham for years, right? So I picture these rockets of desire and I picture an anchor, a line, and an anchor. <laughs> and that anchor is the resistance. So as soon as we go in and unhook that anchor, the rockets of desire can go. Hmm. So it's, we don't go in and hang out there and cry about it, mope about it. We just go in and shine a light on it, make peace with it, and release it. Hmm. And th- then manifestation is much easier. So it could happen almost instantaneously, or it may that be that you have a, a lot of... Um, limiting beliefs in that mind of yours (laughs) and it it can just 
take a while to release everything too. Everything, yeah, I'm every client that we work with has degrees of what I call stickiness. You know, how sticky is this resistance? And some people are really ready to let it go and some people have really sticky uh, resistance. And so every client's a little bit different on how long it takes. Um, but we also are looking at this from a body, mind, and spirit perspective. And although a lot of us really understand where the line is for the body aspect of that trinity, the mind and the spirit seem to have this gray area that overlaps and it doesn't offer us clarity on who's in control at any particular moment. Uh, actually, that's another subject. But um, So we look at this from a spiritual perspective. We're not just handling the mental aspect. We, we rise above it, give it a spiritual perspective, and it heals it much quicker than if we were just handling it from a mental or mind perspective. Part of our orientation is to find out what their understanding of source, God, universe is. Right. So that we can approach it from a spiritual perspective. I don't think, to be very honest, that we would be willing to continue to look at resistance from a mental aspect. It just takes too long and we are looking for quick results for our clients and we know that uh, that we get that from the spiritual perspective. That's the that's the senior of the Trinity is our that's where our power is. That's where we're connected to source. That's where manifestation happens. That's the vibration where where all of our dreams can come true. So that's where we need to look at this resistance and unhook it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, I also wanted to talk about one of the one of our goals. We we take um, we take everybody's temperature uh, and we find out where they are when they first come to us. We find out you know what percentage of the time do you feel you're spending in the vortex on a regular basis. And then as we work with them, our goal is to walk them up Abraham's emotional guidance scale. And then we, we every few sessions, we just check with them and say, okay, now what's your percentage? How much of the time are you in the vortex now? And our goal is to get people to 80% because we believe that at 80% they can run the rest of the way on their own. Okay. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Are you familiar with Abraham's emotional guidance scale? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, I figured you would be. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's absolutely great. Are we supposed to be at that high level all the time, or are we supposed to be living as a human going ups and downs? Well, we're always, yeah. I mean, if you look at the emotional guidance scale, we're all going to go up and down the scale. You know, my... I had to say goodbye to a dear pet that I've had for 18 years just last week. And, mm -hmm. you know, I dipped down on the guidance scale for a day or two. And that's acceptable, normal, understandable. But I don't hang out there on a regular basis. Right. And, and so so, so I, you're, you're saying basically you want to go and be a human and experience this human life, but... It depends on how long you stay on the downward motion. That really makes a difference. You don't have to stay there long to get yourself back into that vortex. Yes, and I think most of my clients, and I do too, we, we just want to uh, usually elevate where our regular place is on the emotional mm -hmm. guidance scale. For instance, you know, we I meet a lot of people that are at hopefulness and mm -hmm. that's you know that's good it's not on the downward part of the spiral but they'd rather be in enthusiasm mm -hmm. you know so uh, that's where they want to vibrate or perhaps they even remember being at a time where they were consistently in a vibration of enthusiasm and I, re I remember that myself that, that in my life the highest 
vibration. I, th I really think that I was in pure joy and knowledge at the top of the scale, joy, knowledge, passion, love, when I had little babies at home. I was just so blissed out, and I felt like I was walking in that vibration 24-7. And, you know, I keep wanting to get back to that. I'm close, but, you know, I, even I need a coach. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's true. Joe Vitale says even the coach needs a coach. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So wouldn't you agree that with a coach, a person is so involved in their own personal life that they can't see what they're experiencing, whereas a coach can pick it up almost immediately. Oh, I get it. I know what the problem is. Yeah, it, it, it really is fascinating. You know, I really, every time I take a new client for a split second, I go, okay, am I really going to be able to help this person? And it's just a split second moment of doubt. And then I realize I'm not doing this alone. Mm -hmm. And I get my ego out of, out of the way and I just let my intuition run. And it just seems to be magical uh, you know this you do this too yes yes it is fun but it's amazing because I was talking to another intuitive and they're saying it is so hard to do it for you know themselves you know it's really hard to pick up what it is that they need they can do it for other people, but for themselves. So this goes hand in hand with a coach needs a coach. <laughs> well, I think that this is what is called a two-terminal universe. You know, we, we need a communicator and um, a, a recipient of the communication. And, you know, you need two terminals. So I do find myself trying to counsel myself. And it's really funny. I put on... I, you know, I pretend I'm, I'm me as a, as a coach and I'll write down, you know, what my questions are and then I'll try to get a different perspective and be me as, as the client. Mm -hmm. And it does work, but it's nowhere near as efficient as working with another coach like you. I agree. I agree. I found that so true for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, so what, um, what else about resistance is is it a how can we make it faster can we do that just with the uh, guidance system no there there's so many tools um, in, in our toolbox as I'm sure you have many tools you know I'm one of the very first things I look for is you know is my client being suppressed right now are there people around him that are or her suppressing them because um, that's the first thing we need to clean up it's really hard to help people up the emotional guidance scale if they're actively being suppressed you know is there somebody in their life that just is really you know very negative and judging them and putting them down and doesn't want to see them get better mm. you know so if there's somebody actively doing that in their life that's one of the first things I look for and we try to make arrangements so that they can continue going up the scale even though that's happening. Because they're actually, uh, their vibration is attracting those people and who may not, or who may be suppressing them. And right. so what you're doing is upping their vibrational frequency in order for them to attract or even influence uh, those suppressors into being a, a something else. That's part of it, but sometimes they're not even really aware they're being suppressed. And, you know, mm -hmm. they, it's, it's usually old vibration that just became habit. Mm. And so by, by getting them to look at it, a lot of times they release it just by looking at it. Mm. Interesting. One of the other things that we do is we, we really believe that true happiness is directly proportional to the amount of time that we're leading a spirit-led life. But when we look around at 
our society, I see a large majority of people letting their mind lead their life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that the mind is really equipped to do that. I think that, um, you know, years ago, the wise sages spoke about how spirit was the master and the mind was the servant. That's not really politically correct these days. So I say that spirit is the boss and the mind is the employee. And if we can stay focused and remind ourselves to look at life from a spiritual perspective, the amount of joy we have is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But if we let our mind make our decisions for us, it just can't vibrate at a position of joy or gratitude. That's just not its vibrational level. You know, if you if you set yourself a goal, let's say to have $5,000 in the bank by a certain day and you get it, your mind won't even take a moment to appreciate that. You as a spiritual being will, but your mind won't. It'll set the next carrot in front of you. Okay, now I want 10. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's understanding the difference between the power of the mind and the power of spirit. And the power of spirit is by far stronger. It's the part that's connected to source. I also think that that's part that, that diff, there's a, a lot of people I think are disconnected from believing they're connected to source. And so they feel like they have to do everything alone. And uh. so we, we really try to help people realize that they're not alone, that source really does have their back. You know, one of, I have several journals that I write in on a regular basis, and one of them is kind of a permanent journal. I've had it for years, and it's a list of times where the synchronicity, synchronicity or um, the coincidence was beyond coincidence, those times when I knew Source had my back. Mm-hmm. And I love keeping this permanent journal. Anytime I'm not feeling up to par, I'll pull that out and, real, and read all these things that happened over my life that were just beyond explanation mm-hmm. and go, yeah, I am, I'm supported. I'm not alone in this. Mm. How true. That's a, that's a good thing. When I notice that with every year that I age, and I mean that good and not in, in a negative term, but Every year I can look back and see more miracles that has happened throughout my life. It's like age is the blessing in which you can view back and just be absolutely amazed at the past. All the good stuff and the bad stuff, you can see it all come together. Yeah. I and, love and, and bad is really just a perspective. Right, right. You know? Because all the bad is actually worked out for the best, you know. Usually, I've noticed, yeah. I have noticed that 100% of the times. Oh, I'm so glad that happened. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thank you. And you know, even to the point where, you know, okay, you're working a job, you get fired, and then you look back, oh my God, had I not gotten fired, I wouldn't have landed over here. It's like, Wow. And you know, when you get fired or something like that, you feel so uh, rejected. Yes. So hurt. And then it comes around and you look at it and going, oh my gosh, there was a major reason that I didn't realize, but had that not happened. That's what's so amazing. I love that. Talk about pushing you into the vortex. That is like so, so wonderful. Yeah, that I, I totally agree. I, I look back on things that I was, you know, begging the universe for, you know, this one guy that I really wanted or <laughs> whatever it may be. And uh, 
I just look back and go, wow, I can see why now that the universe didn't let me have that. It was not in my best interest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is that is a good one. That is a good <laughs> one. What do you, what do you think? Um, do you advise meditation? Absolutely. You know, I think it's critical. And, and here's why. I mean, we all know that meditation is valuable because we connect with source easily that way. Um, but I also think that meditation is a practice that helps us tame our mind. Mm -hmm. You know, many of us really have a mind that thinks it's the boss. Mm -hmm. And it tells us, you know, it nags at us and chatters with us all day long. And um, so when you meditate, you're basically, you know, sitting with source and the mind throws thoughts at us. And we say, no, not right now. I'm sitting with source. Nope, not right now. And every time it throws that thought at you. So it's basically training the mind to know that it's not the boss. But the mind oftentimes is like a three-year-old. It's tugging on your pants leg. It's trying to get your attention. It wants to talk nonstop. It's insistent that it wants something. Do you know what I'm talking about? What a sure. three-year-old, when, when a three-year-old really gets insistent on something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when your mind is doing that, uh, you need to give it a toy. So that's what I believe mantras or prayer beads, uh, you know, are all about. It's like, here, go play with this mantra while I sit with source. Mm. Or go play with these prayer beads while I sit with source. So, um, so I see what you're saying. I just did uh, that 21 day uh, meditation with Deepak Chopra and Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. And Deepak always gives you a mantra for the day, and that every time your mind starts to wander, you go back and say that mantra over again. And that's exactly what you're saying to mm -hmm. distract you so you're not supposed to be visualizing anything you're not supposed to be using your imagination you're just kind of putting your uh, your mind on pause well there's a time and a place for guided meditation or uh, you know or other types of meditation but I I think that for people who don't have a lot of time or people who are new to meditation they should start with silent meditation because it is training them to stand up and and really stand up in who they are as a spiritual being mm -hmm. and, and at the same time gently letting the mind know that it's the employee and not the boss and that is that I just when I look around society that's what I see is happening it's a mind-led society and our happiness is when we're spirit-led. So how are we supposed to feel after the meditation? Sometimes that could make us um, understand that maybe we're not doing it right or we're not getting the great end result that we're supposed to be. What's the end result after the meditation that we're supposed to be feeling? I don't know that there's a supposed to be. Um, I do know that people who start doing silent meditation fresh, it's frustrating because their mind is throwing so many thoughts at them. Um, and it's like going from a beer belly to a six pack of abs. You know, it just, it, it takes consistency and practice. Um, and you'll get there. You'll get to the point where the mind really does know that it's time to be quiet and play with my prayer beads or my mantra. Um, but the end result for most of us is a, a feeling of connectedness to source that we can walk on into the day with. And know that source has our back. Right. So we That's can just trust that everything that happens during the day is in perfect harmony with what we're trying to or what, what we're doing. Right. So if we go back to um, Abraham's emotional guidance scale, if we're in worry, which is, you know, pretty low on the scale, is that are, are we really in worry as spiritual beings or is that a mind led situation? 
the answer is it's a mind-led situation. Spirit can't really go to worry. It can't vibrate at that level. So when you look at Abraham's scale, in my opinion, the bottom half of the scale is when your mind is leading your life. And the top half of the scale is when you're, when you're spirit-led. And you can be at different points on the scale regarding different subjects. You could be high on the scale regarding relationships and low on the scale regarding money. You know, most of us have read the book Power Versus Force. And I really think the top half of the emotional guidance scale is power and the bottom half is force. So the mind deals with force and spirit deals with power. Okay. It, so source decides what it is we want to manifest. Our, uh, us as spiritual beings decide what it is we want to manifest and we choose parts of that to delegate to our mind. Let's see if I can come up with an example. So let's say that you wanted to start a new business mm -hmm. and you make this decision from a higher perspective. You're being creative, you're joyful, you're excited about this project and, and you realize, well, I've got you know, in order to do this, I can dream it, but I need to delegate this to my mind, some of these parts. I'm going to keep the vision. I'm going to keep the joy. I'm going to keep the vibration. But mind, I would like for you to work out the details. Oh, okay. All right. So the mind doesn't create our goals. It's a worker. It gets okay. delegated to from from us as spiritual beings. Okay. So, Don, tell me. Let's let's start from the beginning. Say I was um, signed up and I was a client of yours. What would be your first step for me to do in order to get on the path? Well, um. The first thing is to receive our orientation materials, which asks some very deep questions and give us, gives us a baseline of where you are so that we can compare later and see the improvement. Mm. Um, and then after that, our first session is really me talking about what's on the questionnaire, uh, talking about tr trauma that you've had in your life, wins you've had in your life, any areas that you think you may have resistance in, in manifesting what you want. And uh, I try to figure out where to go hunting for these shadows or these this resistance, these beliefs. And then um, after that, we just do the work itself. And that the work could be a number of different things. Um, it could be... One of the things I've learned from Carl Jung is that uh, anytime we're judging someone else, mm -hmm. it's usually a sign that there's a, a shadow there. Mm. Um, and it, it's usually a mirror. When we judge someone else, then there's a, whatever we're judging them, usually there's a little bit of that in us. So that gives us some room to go hunting for these, this resistance. Uh, a lot of times there's, we need to look at forgiveness of ourself and others. Mm -hmm. And we do that from a spiritual perspective and not a mind perspective. Mm -hmm. um, we take a look at belief systems and decisions that we've made, even going back through our life that may be hampering us now, and we need to shift those. A lot of times those are a form of resistance. Um, and a lot of times it's, things we've done to others or things we've done to ourselves. And a lot of times just talking about them, sometimes for the very first time, releases the resistance. Mm. So uh, how, how many sessions does it usually take? Well, I, and I know that everybody's different and some has less resistance than others, but, you know, it... it a couple of sessions or six sessions? What's the average? We have we have a minimum of five hours. Mm. Um, we found that if somebody comes to us for just one hour or two hours, 
um, we're not really doing them any favors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we know that it takes time to really pull this, and five hours is our minimum. And that's really if you just have one issue that you want to handle. If you have more than that, we have packages for 10 and 25 hours. Wow. Um, so to answer your question, I don't know. Everybody's stickiness on the resistance is different, mm-hmm. and it depends on how much is in there. Um but a minimum of five is what we start with. And I would say the majority of our clients do well with five, do very well with five. So they can come to you if they have a relationship problems or money problems or if their life is just consumed with worry and a dismal outlook for the future. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, and we found that, um, I don't know if you found this, but I, I really have found in my work that those clients that come to us for wealth consciousness, that the foundation for their resistance is based in their self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Um, and something that was said to them even while they were in childhood. Yeah. Stuck in their cellular memory. and yeah just oh wow it can make a dramatic difference as soon as they are aware and change their thought process it it really is i mean that's one of the things i go looking for the resistance and there's usually a chain of events that are similar in in whatever this resistance is and i just kind of walk down the chain and try to find the earliest one and when I pull that, the very earliest one, the whole chain drops. Mm. And that then I know that the resistance is clear. How fun. It and- is fun. It's, it's really fun watching my clients, you know, start off really low on um, the emotional guidance scale and, and end up in joy. I, that, it, I just, this is the greatest job in the world. Yeah, you know, really helping people up the emotional guidance scale, getting them in the vortex a large percentage of their day. It's even five hours is relatively nothing in order to change your life for the optimal levels of or hours that you are experiencing five hours. Yeah. is is amazing it's really great you know a lot in in the business world we talk about return on investment in the spiritual world there's also a return on investment you know your time working on yourself is is the most valuable use of your time you can have when clients come to me a lot of times there's just all this thinking going on and yes. all this worrying going on and what I do is, the first thing I try to do is go in and organize it. Mm. It's like, okay, let's put all this worry over here and all this worry over here, and then we're going to take each section at a time. Uh, but it, it it gets so garbled that it's hard for them to really communicate what's going on. So by organizing it first, it really helps us deal with it. Mm. Um, and don't You have clients come to you and they just kind of, have so much to say all at once and you don't really know where to start. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Definitely. So Mm -hmm. you are really um, doing something as far as your coaching along the lines of the teachings of Abraham. I think that's brilliant. I mean, that that is absolutely fantastic. And a lot of people are not doing that in this day. I, I have been um, a devout uh, student of Abraham's since like 1996, I believe. Wow. And it changed my life. And I believe that many of the processes they have are very valuable. Yes. Um, you know, one of my favorites is there, wouldn't it be nice if... Yes. And I actually ask all my clients to just spend five more minutes every morning doing wouldn't it be nice if. That process, the reason why it's so powerful, it sounds so simple, but the reason why it's so powerful is that it lightens up the energy. A lot of us, when we want to manifest something, we get um, uh, you know, really intense about it. 
I got to have this. I, you know, and I want it now. And, you know, we just get so intense and that intensity uh, takes us back down the emotional guidance scale. So when Oh, you, yes. And then the next day, it's not here. Where is it? Where is right. it? <laughs> yes. And constantly checking for results is not from a spiritual perspective. That's the mind at work. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. So, you know, the wouldn't it be nice if process is wonderful. There's many of their processes that we use. And what I found is a lot of my clients have been studying the law of attraction for a long time. And they feel like, hey, I know this stuff. Why is it not working? Why am I not applying it? You know, what's my resistance to just applying what I know? And I think a lot of times it's just we need the energy of another person and maybe the experience of somebody who's walked others down this path to really let it sink in. How many clients do I have that know they should be meditating and aren't? How many clients come to me and know they need to be having a gratitude journal and just don't take the time, Mm -hmm. you know? So I offer them some accountability in those areas while I'm looking and helping them handle their resistance. Wow. That is, that sounds so good. And it's, it's very, very important uh, to go through these steps. And as I mentioned, a lot of people, a lot of coaches have their own techniques But if you really look at it, Abraham Hicks has so many different techniques and they are fantastic. And if you've been studying them from 1996, oh my goodness, the wealth of knowledge that you have is incredible. Well, I like to think so. (laughs) (laughs) It's. Yeah, I've got I've got a lot of years under my belt. <laughs> I don't think I heard of Abraham Hicks until 2005, and the secret came out when 2006. Um, yeah. So uh, I think their book came out in 2005. Think, believe, and receive. Yes. And that's when they really took off. But if you remember, I started a law of attraction-based business in 1999. So, oh, my goodness. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. But I learned about the law of attraction from Unity Church in uh-huh. 1985. So that's where I learned about the law of attraction. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to agree with you. I've been a member of Unity for 30 years. So I agree. They don't term it the law of attraction. But no, they call all, it theory of mind. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That is so wonderful. Um, What else uh, do we need to know about the processes that you can help us with? Well, you know, like I said, the the amount of tools in my toolbox are are numerous, dozens of them. And, And I take a look at each client individually and try to decide the quickest way to to get them up the guidance scale and manifesting what they want. So there are so many tools we could talk about. Um, but I, you know, there are a couple of logistics that I think might be of interest. The sessions that we have are 90 minutes each Mm. because the work that we do is so deep. It takes us a while to go down deep, deal with, with what we want to deal with, unhook the resistance and come back up and be in a good place. So it's a minimum of 90 minutes. Sometimes it's longer. Wow. Uh, I, I can only handle three appointments a day because it's really intense work. Mm, yeah, um, I know. And, um, and it's not a once a week or once a month thing. I f- we build momentum. And I love it if we can do two appointments a week. It just really builds momentum. And uh, I most of my clients move drastically up the scale within five, five, set, five hours with me. Mm. And so that's- so at the end result, they should be seeing their own manifestations coming into reality or are they feeling like life is blissful? Really what happens is they feel empowered. Mm, I love that. And- and they, they know, we do a before and after measurement 
of where they are in the vortex, where they are in the tone scale and those particular areas of their life. Um, I, we also, there's a part of the questionnaire is, you know, on a scale of one to 10, where do you think your self-esteem is? Where's your happiness level? You know, those kind of questions and we compare them. And, um, but I don't even need to look at that. I hear from my clients how they're doing. I know that their resistance is gone. I know they feel empowered. I know their self-esteem has increased. I know they feel like they truly are deliberate creators. Mm. And that's what we're trying to get to. I don't need to see the manifestation in the few five, short five hours I see I'm with them. Uh, I just know that they're empowered and way up the tone scale. Yeah. So you're raising their vibration or you're assisting them to raise their own vibration. Right. I'm assisting them. I, really, I'm, I'm an escort with a flashlight. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how I look at it. Yeah. You know, I'm saying, let's go here. Let's take a look. And I'm also a accountability and a confidant. You know, a lot, a lot of this resistance sometimes is based on things that we've done that we don't want to talk about. Those are the things we hide in the subconscious. So it's a very intimate relationship that people have with me. Hmm. So it's, it just covers everything from, from your birth on and you discover something that has happened in which you can just release, let go. And I probably even more important, you're acknowledging that it's actually there. Yeah, you want to take a look at it and examine the belief systems or the or the the event itself and decide what you want to do with this now instead of running on automatic emotions. Mm-hmm. Right? So, um, no names, but I had a client. She's a wonderful woman. She's 71 years old. And just yesterday we went back and found a belief system from when she was eight years old. Mm. And all we did was talk about it and decide whether we wanted to keep it or not. She decided to let it go. Uh, She made peace with it, looked at it from a different perspective. And she was flying high when we got off the phone. She, I know that she uh, truly released a huge piece of resistance. Oh, wow. That's great. Very good. Yeah. Wow. So you're just helping people to move forward and not get stuck. And <laughs> you know what? That's what we need in this world right now. I I really do love this work. I feel like um, it's my dharma. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I really was meant to do this. It's perfect for me. Wow. And I, I really love it. I really love my clients. I, I, I get so bonded with them. Uh-huh. Wow, I can see that. I can see that. So where do people find out um, about this uh, coaching? And, and can you direct us on where to go? Yeah, our website is lawofattractionshadowcoaches.com. And we do offer a free 30-minute complimentary consultation where you can talk with me and, you know, see if it feels like a fit to both of us. And, um, and we can talk about what, what you think your resistance is. A lot of people get uh, a lot just out of the free consultation. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine. At least you, I'm sure you gain hope with just the 30 minutes. I mean, that's very powerful. And the, it's called Law of Attraction Shadow Coaching dot com. No, coaches. Coaches. Right. There, there are um, four of us. One is in training until February. One is uh, on sabbatical with a new baby. Hmm. And one works with professional athletes. And then there's me. Oh, how fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Super. Well, Dawn, it's been a terrific pleasure. Um, I hope everybody will go and at least get the 30-minute free consultation because that could very well change their life. And that's what this show is all about, (laughs) giving you the tools 
in which to make a difference. Thank you so much, Jules, for having me on today. I really appreciate it. It's always fun to be with you. I know it's always fun to talk with you too. And I hope you'll come back on and we'll chat some more. Oh, thank you. I look forward to that. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.